I meet up with Balint in front of a Budapest cafe on a Sunday evening. It's cold outside. And as we walk in, he starts talking about being back home for Christmas. I have this conversation all the time. Will I move back to Hungary after my studies or not? He says. It's a constant discussion among aunts and uncles. We order a tea and a latte and sit down. Balint was born in Budapest. Although most of his secondary school peers planned to continue their studies in Hungary, he decided early on that he wanted to study in the UK. To my best knowledge, only one person from my whole um, age group in my school went to abroad, to study abroad. Um, my insp- inspiration to study abroad came from this uh, institute where I studied next to school. Um, it's called My Stone Institute. They basically prepare you for universities in the UK and in the US. And well, they told me that I could study in London. And I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. So I did a little research and then I found King's College, which has an outstandingly good international relations course. So that's how the whole idea of me studying in the UK came actually. After the move a year and a half ago, Balint became involved with the London's Hungarian community. He served as the president of the King's College of London Hungarian Society and participates in events put on by the city's Hungarian community houses. He enjoys London's breadth of opportunities and its diversity, which stands in pretty stark contrast to Hungary's homogeneous population. I really did reevaluate a lot of things which I knew about Hungary and Budapest. So, for example, after I moved to London, I've it was a way more diverse community than than I've ever experienced in Hungary. So, a lot of a lot of new cultures and a lot of new people, and it was interesting to see how many different ways they see not just the word but certain subjects as well. And also, it was really interesting to get adapted to these different cultures and get to know how you can be, you know, you, how you can honor everyone's culture at the same time and how you can, how you have to also adapt to this new multicultural, um, well, ecosystem, society. It's always important to, to, to keep connected to your roots. I think what multiculturalism is really about is more on the roads of acceptance and how we, even though we live next to each other, we do accept that there are differences. But speaking to him, you can also pick up on his appreciation towards Hungary. I mean, he lived in Hungary for 18 years. Budapest is his home. In living abroad, he is reminded all the time that he's Hungarian, that he's different, that the traditions and the food and the language he grew up with are specific to a Hungarian identity, even despite him living in one of the most diverse and arguably accepting cities in the world. While I still live in in London, I I still feel really connected to my Hungarian roots and I still keep, keep up with my culture, but I still do accept other people's culture and I still do see how their culture do have also pros and cons just like I do see or 
just like I discovered that our culture has pros and cons. I have a friend who always says that Hungary has the one of the best cultures because we are a great mixture of Eastern and Western Europe. We do believe in outright democratic ideas and we do organize our society in, in the Western sense. However, we also do have the Slavic, not just drinking culture, but the Slavic, um, the Slavic culture of simplicity. This Hungarian simplicity is what I appreciate so much about the country. People in Hungary are down to earth. They don't pretend to be proper, don't ask questions they don't want to know the answer to, and say what's on their mind all the time. Yes, this is sometimes also why foreigners say Hungarians are mean. But not putting on a show for someone else is just part of the culture. It's just how people interact here. They don't believe in fake politeness, which stands in stark contrast to London. When you live in the UK, for example, there are these there are these social routes you have to always run if you want to get something. So, for example, British are incredibly well-mannered, but also it can be annoying sometimes when you when you just want you know to get to something. So, for example, if if you are applying in the UK for something, you have to spend hours of well basically meaningless small talk just to get to the point while i feel like hungarians are not like that we are more yeah we do like simplicity a little bit more than that we are more up to the point this politeness is something balian had to get used to living in the uk another thing that is still hard for him to swallow are london prices Everything, regardless of quantity or quantity, is likely to be three times more expensive than in Budapest. The cost to buy a concert ticket, a Granny Smith apple at the market, a public transportation pass, everything. Because we are basing our, our price level on Hungarian prices, we all believe that, or we actually all feel that the UK is very, very expensive. Especially, for example, transportation. I have a lot of Hungarian friends because, you know, Hungary or Budapest has an outstandingly great pricing of transportation for students. Like, it's crazy. And in the UK, you, well, you have to pay, I think, 90 pounds for a student pass. And, um, well, because you have to pay that much, I have a lot of Hungarian friends and I feel like that's incredibly Hungarian that a lot, of, a lot of my Hungarian friends just walk because they don't want to pay that much. And yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's also basically the same point, but a lot of people try to spare as much money as they can on, you know, these small things, like what kind of bread you're buying. Alin says his move to the UK has made him appreciate multiculturalism more. He has grown fond of certain UK traits while missing Hungary's cultural characteristics as well. Sometimes you just wish you could fuse the best of all cultures into one. As someone who grew up trilingually, stuck between a German, Hungarian, and an American identity, I get it. 
I wish Hungarians adopted some of the German work ethic and America's, at times naive but effective, optimism. I'd love it if Germans in turn adopted Hungary's ease of life and humor and taste of music, and the US could learn so much from Germans and Hungarians' regard for the environment and appreciation for art and history. Balint is not confronted with many negative judgments about Hungary or its current political struggles, and I'm not about to get into it on this episode either. Maybe these confrontations don't happen because Hungary is such a small nation and people don't even really know where to place it on the map. Maybe it's because of where Balint lives. London is a city full of immigrants, and so being an immigrant himself isn't unusual. But maybe it's also because Hungary has a pretty muddled identity at least from the perspective of outsiders. It's not Eastern European, it's not Western European, it's somewhere in the middle. It's hard to bucket that place in a given category. And that poses challenges to making easy stereotypes. A lot of people can't locate Hungary. I feel like Hungary is a really interesting case because we are what I like to call Central Europe and it's I feel like it's it's an interesting mixture. I wouldn't say that we are either Eastern or Western. In many in many cases, we are more likely more more like Eastern countries. However, when I, for example, travel in Eastern Europe, I also do have the feeling that we are more Western than they are. A lot more Western than they are. So it's interesting because. When you are in London, you do have the feeling that it's partially an Eastern country or more Eastern European country. However, when you are in Eastern Europe, you also have the feeling that it's more like the big Western countries. Balint is one of many Hungarians seeking promising opportunities outside their home country. Orban Viktor's Fidesz party tries to incentivize youth from staying in Hungary, but is having a tough time. Brain drain is a real issue here. It's estimated that roughly 600,000 Hungarian citizens might be currently working abroad. And given that the population of Hungary itself is shy of 10 million, this is a staggering amount. The OECD reports around 250,000 Hungarians in Great Britain, 200,000 in Germany, and almost 80,000 in Austria. When Hungarian politicians are confronted by these numbers, they state that other Central and Eastern European countries are having an even harder time retaining their population. And that's true. Countries all over the region are struggling with the same issue. Since Latvia joined the EU, it has lost a fifth of its population. Romania, undergoing the most dramatic population shrinkage in the area, had 3 million people leave since joining the EU in 2007. Half of the doctors' countries left between 2009 and 2015 to better paying Western hospitals. You can imagine the effect this had on Romania's healthcare industry. The top countries with the most dramatic population decline, Bulgaria, Latvia, Moldova, Ukraine, Croatia, Lithuania, Romania, Serbia, Poland, and yes, Hungary, are estimated to see population shrink by more than 15% by 2050. With looming numbers like these, it makes sense that Balint is constantly asked whether he has plans to return to Budapest. People are scared if all the youth leaves, what will happen to Hungary? Do you feel that your friends feel this 
I don't know, commitment or this loyalty to go back and maybe, uh, this is a bit cliche, but serve hungry in a way? Or do you not, do you not feel that's present in, present in kind of the youth's mindset? Because that's definitely something that I think the older generation talks about in Hungary of you have a responsibility to this country, you have to come back and serve it, you have to be part of the economy. Um, it almost seems like they try to guilt young people to stay here. Do you, do, you, do you get that feeling? Or does it work? Well, honestly, this is a point where I feel like I differentiate for, from the majority of Hungarian students. I do know a lot of people who feel this way, like a lot of students who actually want to come back to Hungary. However, I do know a lot of people who went abroad, especially because of well, the Hungary, because of getting away from Hungary, and they think that if they can get a good opportunity, I do know a lot of people who want to stay abroad because they feel like they can get better opportunities there, and I, I do see their their points because there are a lot more opportunities abroad than than in Hungary at the moment for young people. However, I also feel like it's not really, you know, the youth's responsibility to to come back home. It's more Hungary's responsibility to lure the youth back home. And I feel like if there are enough opportunities for young people, if there are enough well, encouragement for young people in Hungary, they will come back because all of, well, every people agree with me in the point that they do really love Hungary. It's more or less, you know, a sour feeling that you have to go abroad to find, well, certain opportunities, certain levels of salary you want to get. And I feel like that's where people differentiate whether it's worth for them or not to, to stay abroad. In the long term, I definitely want to come back to Hungary. I really do enjoy living here and really do enjoy Budapest's atmosphere. And, well, basically, it's my home country, so I really do like being having the ability to speak not just English, but Hungarian as well, anytime I do want to. But on the other hand, in the short term, I'm considering doing the master's or postgraduate in the UK. Well, where that really depends on, on how my grades turn out in the next one and a half year. But if they do turn out well, then I would like to do my master's right after my, uh, my undergraduate years. And then that I would probably work in the UK for a few years, you know, get experience, probably, well, get a higher salary and then move back to Hungary. At this moment, I try to plan that I come back, but of course, if I get, you know, someone offers me a job there, which I cannot really refuse, or I get stuck there because, well, I meet someone or whatever, then this is, of course, a possibility, but, but if I can stick to my plans, and I will probably do everything in my power to stick to my plans, then I will come back. Balint still feels very connected to his identity as a Hungarian. 
And even though he has plans of moving back someday, who knows where life will take him. He's laying roots in London right now, but he might need someone somewhere else or find a job in another location. But wherever he goes, he'll bring an appreciation for Hungary with him and share with people who can in turn teach him something that will make him a better person, a better Hungarian.